0: All right, you sons of bitches. Here we are. It's a sleepy, sassy Sunday afternoon. We're about to record another episode of the Six Inch jeans Podcast. I've got I Am here with me. Hello. I've got me over here. I'm behind Liz. And then we've also got Liz here. Liz is a new addition to the podcast and she's going to be joining us every week for the next six months.
1: Uh, that's not true, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, guys,
2: we're gonna waste no time and get right into business. Oh, here. we're getting into the thick of it today, guys. Boy, do we have something in store for y'all. Liz, tell us everything and everything, anything and everything. <laughs> Start from the beginning.
1: Those are two different things. Would you like anything and everything, or everything, everything and, and everything?
2: anything? Well, I actually want everything and anything now.
1: Okay. Sure. But um, I want you to
2: start in chronological order, and I want you to start from the beginning.
1: My whole life story. Yeah. I don't know if there's enough time for that.
2: No, not at all. This is a six-minute podcast.
0: Dude, it should be six minutes. Six God, six that
1: minutes. Would make this
2: so much better.
1: <laughs> One minute per inch. <laughs> <And that laughs> I is
0: mean, it is, the math checks out, dude. That's about how well, we're the six
2: minute is Well, a six-minute is also a, and that's how, how long you it's usually. Anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: A very sustaining sex life yes. is mm-hmm. that ratio. Six minutes is all
2: you Keep need. Keep it healthy. Yes. If you can't get everything you need done in six minutes... Dude, let me tell you this. Six minutes, six times a day. You're wasting your time, dude. It's true. Anyways. Liz, Uh, hi. As
1: as the female at the table, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and advocate for potentially looking into some different options.
2: Potentially? You're thinking like
0: 12 minutes, three times a day? (laughs) I mean, that's getting closer.
1: It's up to you. That is closer, uh, but... (laughs) I'm I'm just going to I I'll
2: think leave, 12 I'll minutes is too much. Okay. It's way too much. All right.
0: 18 minutes one and a half times a day.
1: Uh, I am not on the other side of either of the contract <laughs> negotiations okay. here. You'll okay. have to work that out yeah, yeah. with your respective partners. Well,
2: it's well, just, we just a choice we make. We just want some insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 36 I'm, minutes once. <laughs> Take it or leave it.
1: How much time <laughs> well, it depends once on work ever. schedules. <laughs> 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 Once that's a it. month, dude. <laughs> you're all right for a lifetime. 36 minutes, magic yeah. number. You're good for life. Honestly. So you picked at it 16.
2: It's a long lifetime. And that's okay. in the Bible.
1: Yeah. First chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Anyways, hello, Liz. Thank you so much. Hey, I am. For coming onto our podcast. Um, Liz knows me, I am, but she doesn't know Sean. <laughs>
1: I don't. This is my first no, time yeah. meeting Sean, this actually.
2: Is actually, their first conversation ever. It sure is.
1: We said hello beforehand, but yeah. that's really that's it. It's yeah. Historic. I was yeah. in my
0: underwear when that happened, so it doesn't count.
1: I did realize that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that hey, means Liz, we've
0: eyes up here, please. Yeah, we've bonded more
1: than met. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I think like jumping six categorical relationships. Mm-hmm. I think so. There, so. Um, me and Sean are best friends now mm-hmm. Okay, and, That's fair. uh, I've
2: been replaced and I get it.
1: Well, the, what did we say? 10 years, the 10 years we've, yeah, it'd be Has more it
2: than that. Has it been 10 years? No, it's been less than that. 10 years.
3: No, cause
1: it was 2012 when we were freshmen in high school, right? Like that was 2011,
2: 2012. No, but we met each other. I mean, we technically met seventh grade. Whoa. Technically. Seventh grade all knew each other or we're
0: in the same building even. Yeah. Summer Creek.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: So f-
2: 12 years. Yeah. Holy freaking smoke!
1: So anyway, all of that to say, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, our friendship is now equivalent to the 12 years that...
2: Or... Okay, great. I disappear for 12 years. Y'all have a 12-year relationship, and then I come back, mm-hmm. and I replace him. And you mm-hmm. just go on these 12-year cycles yeah. between me and Sean.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I'm not sure if your math is correct, because after that, y'all would be even, and then we would have mm. what we need.
2: Yeah, but then you have to do another 12 years with me. And then once you do another 12 years with me, you have to do another, and it's just going to go on What like did that. you
1: learn in college?
2: One or two things, but nothing about numbers. Okay. All about the human That's body. all
1: I need to know. <laughs> uh, we'll let you call the shots. I am. <laughs> Sean, we'll just, we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah. Then. We're just going to go with the flow, dude. Yeah. And then we'll all see As we do. We'll see how that goes. But yeah. I am. I'll see you in 12 years.
2: <laughs> Remember when we you would hang out once every two years?
1: Isn't that still what we do?
3: Yeah,
2: actually. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, this is the first time in two years I've heard about Liz. (laughs) (laughs) Although we saw each other like six months ago.
1: So maybe instead of once every two years, it's twice every one year. Mm. And that can be the new ratio. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I come to Houston and I say we're going to hang out and then we don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Do you know she's been coming to Houston for months and (laughs) and hasn't been telling me? That's Her only friend in Houston besides one other person.
1: I have to say that's only kind of true. Okay. Yeah.
0: Dude, I look so short over here next to Liz in this chair. You're in a, <laughs> a very a tiny chair. You're yeah. also very
1: far back. so I, I, I know. I'm sorry. Her, I was trying, trying to think. Back. Also,
0: the camera can't see me because I'm right <laughs> behind you. <laughs> but I can't think of a better way to
2: frame it. So yeah, we're just yeah. we're screwed. You we should hit this angle right here.
1: That oh would be actually a lot better. I, I was this
0: thinking this that. Chair. But then you get this whole wall. This is not. Yeah, this is not. You this don't is get not the, it over here. <laughs> here. The vacuum
1: cleaner wall. Yeah. Yeah. The cleaning wall. dude. That's a
0: maintenance wall.
1: Okay. At, at the very least, maybe get chairs that are all the same height. Well, we way. did.
0: Well, yeah, we did. And uh, but we only got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had we got these were um, <laughs> these are work chairs. Did, these did chairs IM are. Did I
1: count for you? When
0: <laughs> yeah. Was? Well, I mean, you know, we just both picked one because there's it's only us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we initially didn't even have four might. Like we were just yeah. gonna be us two. Mm-hmm. And then what and inspired then, the third? Well, the fourth, yeah, is four. Well, we
0: ordered two more. Oh, there is four. Yeah, yeah.
2: we've um, never had four. Th- no, we have had four. No.
0: Well, we've never had four that got published,
2: have we? Did the one? W- no, the same one with uh Sam and Joy. Oh, that's published. right. Yeah, but that's yeah. the only one where there's actually been four. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been three. That's I feel true. like
1: that's that's chaos
2: it it kind of was yeah yeah it kind of was we didn't Is that get why through
1: they went unpublished <laughs> oh
2: yeah all the other <laughs> ones we've done
0: with four have been like after a night of partying yeah it's just absolutely oh it's
1: unintelligible
0: completely <laughs> yeah and and it would be really regrettable if you could tell what anybody
2: was saying because it's all really bad yeah. it's really just all of us yelling at each other to shut up mm-hmm. well i because we were trying to talk <laughs>
1: I feel like that's friendship. That's that's myself and all of my friends. Yeah. Like, shut up. Know, Let me
2: sure. tell you everything you need to hear right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's just fighting for keeping the main line of conversation mm-hmm. between you two. Yeah. You start guessing the words, and then it's <laughs> game over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn, Liz knows us, dude. Yeah, she really does. Well, yeah, I, avid you, You've heard
1: about I am and I. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for however long, and in order to sustain that kind of friendship, you have to mm-hmm. at least kind of subscribe to the same model.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Although we've been pretty good at it, at
1: least sometimes. Yeah, I'd say better than maybe some other people we used to know, right?
2: Say their name. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, name I them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There was an ominous pause
1: when I said that. So I know. I, I deserve the, the call out there.
2: I I You set me up and I had to deliver.
3: It
1: so. is tough though. You know, like people change, right? And you think back to the people we used to be friends with and, and then realize... You know, if you were to go back and try to be friends with them now, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that it would work.
2: Sean, do you have any friends from high school or even, dare I say, middle school still? One. Well, Okay. No, I take that back.
0: From, like, from school, yeah, one. It's Marvin. Yeah, I was going to say it's uh, Marvin. My boy Marvin. Wow. Shout out. Uh, pre-school, <laughs> I have...
1: Not to be confused with preschool. Yeah, yeah. not to
0: be confused <laughs> with preschool, even though they mean the same thing. Uh, it's... Uh, my buddies Hunter and Dylan are both oh, I've, I've known them correct. since I was yeah, born. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Or since I was two years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Oh wow. Well yeah. that's that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have any friends since birth.
0: I don't either. Really. Yeah. Thank goodness that uh
2: Who's your oldest friend, Liz?
1: Do cousins count? No. 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 No family. Mm-mm. No I I suppose that means not my brother either.
2: <laughs> yeah, technically. Not. Um Your mom doesn't count either.
1: Christian Patel. It's really? probably my oldest Christian's friend. also my oldest friend. I think oh. the first time I saw Krisha Patel was in second grade. Oh, shit. Wow.
2: Um, you met Krisha. Did yeah. you? You know yeah. Krisha? Yeah. She, she came to Houston oh, once. Oh,
0: Krisha. I thought you were saying Christian. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't mean
1: Krisha. Christian Patel.
2: Which one oh. was she? She was the one that wasn't that drunk. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> her, she came over to Houston to see her friend from, what's her name? Monaswee? Do you, have Montes- you yeah, have yeah. she 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 in Houston, so she yeah. of she visit bit of a all, house bit yes, the a little bit of a little bit of a little really well she does really well she uh, bit of a but she her <laughs> in town and, and me, her and Montes- we got drinks me we came here we It was and a good time yeah, it was Montes- did say a she threw up in my car mm. like a little bit And then I checked and there was nothing Mystery vomit And then she Venmo'd me like a dollars to wow. clean my car Thank you a Montes-
1: You me. actually weren't invited out that night You you just the Uber driver a
2: yeah, essentially. Had told me not to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> essentially. I also bought their drinks. I don't know. Maybe they used me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they came over and ate all our food and yeah. watched the TV in our living room. And then yeah. slept on our couch and then left without yeah. a, a Most word. Most
1: expensive Uber ride you've uh-huh. ever, never yeah. sponsored.
2: But yeah, I was like, Montessori, this is crazy. I almost sent some of it back. But then I was like, I don't know this girl. She... She's probably rich. She's fine. She has a a house in Houston. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the city. I think
1: she's in software too. I think she, Christian talks to me every so often about her, but um, I think she works in consulting too. I'm not sure. Similar kind of paths Mm because, you know, you say software and anyone who has any tangential like friend or whatever, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, my cousin's brother's
2: uh, (laughs) aunt's (laughs) Mm sister-in-law
1: also works as a software engineer. And you're like, okay, cool. And then they're like, do you, Y'all know, should meet. Do you know Python? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> uh,
2: can you do tic-tac-toe on Python?
1: Can you? I was in college one time and there was this guy who, um, I, uh, you know, those friends in college or just real life, actually, this still applies now mm-hmm. that now that I'm out of school. Mm-hmm. But you just kind of know, like you see them and you mm-hmm. kind of know them. So you don't know what to call them. Like maybe they're an acquaintance. That was
2: us for like the first four years of our. Yeah, that is true. Uh, who, who, of knowing each other. But you yes. know who they
1: are. You don't really talk to them, but you could if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, I, we were out in a group one night and we were just kind of casually talking about school. And he asked me my major, what it was standard stuff in trying, college. Yeah, yet. exactly. And I told him I was Name, a computer major,
2: science major. From, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
3: It's
2: the standard conversation.
1: Um, and he found out I was in computer science and he was like, Oh, do you know Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have any insight into like what a computer science degree that knows, is That is hilarious. super math heavy, super yeah. theory heavy. It has nothing to do with graphic design or photoshop uh-huh. or anything like that. And he was like, "I'm trying to design some t-shirts and I'm really looking for some help and I was wondering if you could you know, help me out and um
0: And you were like, "For sure, dude. I got you."
1: <laughs> I think I laughed in his face. <clears throat>
2: I yeah. mean how could you not? <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I immediately laughed in his face. You're like,
2: about, oh no no honey, that's not me. That's yeah, but it's wild,
1: like the concepts people yeah. have of like what that even what
0: <laughs> the that even like, means. It can mean so many things. a person's response to what a computer engineering degree is directly shows you what
2: they know about computers.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh It's probably yeah. why he needed help with yeah.
2: <laughs> Photoshop. Oh gosh. But to yeah. be fair, Photoshop is really hard to navigate sometimes.
1: It actually is like a very, Again, very, very, difficult very difficult application that I wouldn't care to use. Nah, um, yeah. No interest in it whatsoever. Or speaking from a software perspective, I wouldn't want to work on making it work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It that
0: seems so things with like a, such a dense and I guess powerful like graphical user interface. seem I just can't even begin to think how you like make that.
1: Uh, yeah. I want to say, also me either. <laughs> I Excellently say me said. Either. The the all you need to know about the way that computers work in any context is it's just layers of stuff. So you have this large application like Photoshop, and it's just a series of smaller things working together. So you know you look at the whole thing and you're like, this is insane. How do you design an application that works in this many ways and does this many things? But it's really a combination of these tiny problems that you solve, and then they work together. You solve two of them, they work together. You know, four of them, they work together. That's basically computers, right? Ones and zeros doing things that do other things. Yeah.
2: Sean, did you know Liz is one of the smartest people I know? I do now. I feel like
1: that's a lie.
0: No, I am already... Firmly of the opinion that you're the smartest
1: person I have known.
0: <laughs> I can't believe we got several minutes into our best friendship without me knowing that
2: you were a computer engineer. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: One of the smartest. I mean, I did go to Harmony and there's a lot of super know geniuses Milad. there. I don't think Milad. I mean, Milad oh, is dude. super smart. Yes. Milad better not listen to this podcast. I'm going to edit this shit out. <laughs> well, do you know what he ended no up doing? Uh, He's in San Francisco right now. Flying That's all I know.
1: I know Silicon Valley. Yeah, is that his deal?
2: He's yeah, I, I would he definitely believe is it probably intact, but he—I don't think he went like the computer engineer route.
1: Okay, I—I I just have to say, for the sake of clarity, computer science and computer engineering are two different
2: things. But you're wait, which one are you?
1: Uh, it, well, it's semantics, right? Computer engineering as a major is normally the hardware portion of it, and then software engineering is the, is the co- like what you would picture as like a like a coder. I hate mm-hmm. that term, coder. Um. You're just troubleshooting. But I don't do... Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't mean to minimize it. Shut yet. up. I know Python. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but I don't do anything that involves hardware. Like, we learn about it in college depending on what courses you choose to take. And, right. Uh, it's important to know how a computer works, just mm-hmm. like at a hardware level if you're going to do software. But um, I didn't hate myself enough to do both.
3: Mm-hmm. So some Powerful. people do
1: computer engineering and computer science, or they'll do like ECE, which is you know, electrical and computer engineering. And that's not, that's not my deal. I stick no. to the stuff that's like fake and not in real life. Hell yeah. Oh yeah.
2: On websites. Same. Too. I got oh, you.
1: Yeah. All, all no. of code is just made up.
2: No, I don't know what he did, but I do know Emron. You, you met Emron. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Emron is probably the smartest person. I think I that's know. fair. Yeah. He was like an insane level of smart mm-hmm. by just existing. Yeah. Um, And I think he works for like google or something right now or he works for that sounds right yeah <laughs> one of those uh and i think he did do computer science so mm-hmm. i think he's somewhere in there
1: i feel like i got super lucky because <clears throat> i did not choose computer science because i was like this is a really lucrative occupation uh-huh. and you know I, I know this will set me up to be stable for life not at all how that yeah. went i decided i was going to be and again the word decided is like loosely used i wanted mm. to do engineering. And it was between three, and it was like aerospace, mechanical. And I remember OU had a major that was like engineering physics. And I was like, all right, maybe one of these three. Uh Um, And I was kind of back and forth about it, and I hadn't declared a major at OU. And I know going in as a freshman, it doesn't matter that much. Um, But me being me, I wanted to to make the decision ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't shut up about it. And (laughs) my dad was a software engineer, and so my mom one day was like, well, you just try computer science like your whole family is good at it because all four of my older brothers you know yeah, have also
2: your brothers are super smart too. oh they're so smart and i just don't know them that well
1: they got so far without going to college too so sometimes it makes me think about like what's <laughs> why necessi- did i go to college yeah what's necessary and what's not i did walk like a much straighter line in life than they did though and that's yeah. kind of always been my shtick but <laughs> um yeah my mom was like your whole family's good at tech like how about you just do that and shut up and like if you hate it you can change your major and i was like all right all right fine so i sent the email and i was like hey incoming undecided freshman can you go ahead and change from engineering undecided to computer science and then Mm. i sat down in my first programming class it was like the very first day of school sat down it was like an intro to java course and java yeah the professor started talking about variables and you know that's one of the first things you learn is how to declare a variable and almost immediately i was like this is my shit. Yeah. This is what I'm meant to do. But never was it like, Oh, I'm going to be stable. There's tons Uh of jobs. You know, I'll I'll make enough money. Like I I just got so lucky,
0: bro. You just stumbled right into the exact thing that you love to do. God, that's (laughs) so cool. I
1: I recognize that. And I talked to friends, Mm -hmm. um, even outside of my major right outside of my major who were like yeah this is my fifth major and uh, you were one of them i'm gonna be real yeah mm.
2: i've had like Just, four or five different majors dude you me know, too and i've done college yeah and i'm still unsure yeah what really is something that i wanted to and do i i do want to say something that i'd be okay with doing that's forever. okay like
1: i totally yeah. understand how you could end up there and like my story is stupid like maybe that's the exchange i got right we were mm-hmm. talking earlier about the number of hardships that were sequential in my life and maybe like the one payout I got was I just stumbling
2: upon something that you yeah I just actually loved
1: randomly chose an occupation that like was what I was going to do forever so um you know even in computer science like over the years you watch a number of people go yeah You're like, oh see you, you know by your senior year like all of these people that you started with um Are just gone
0: They're now in the nursing track
1: Yeah
2: That also I <laughs> want to say That also happens in engineering They switch to business <laughs> Yeah business
1: <laughs> They're in communication They're all know, selling crypto
2: now I know so economics. many people From my freshman engineering class Who graduated with like finance Or even oh, yeah. like MIS Oh yeah Well like
1: MIS that. Yeah you go from computer yeah. science And you have The reference point Of like mm-hmm. Okay if I wanted Again If I wanted to really hate myself <laughs> I would stay in this major And at OU It's, it's like a really math heavy Like really theoretical major and it's it's really tough like your last two years are really tough you take like operating systems and of computation and like it's all of these things that you never would have thought existed Mm -hmm. you're like wow i can relegate the power of a computer to you know like a function what does that even mean um
2: sean's like what yeah dude
1: i
0: just can't believe that when you text me to ask if it was cool for her to be on the podcast you didn't lead with she's a computer person yeah that's such an easy pitch for me
1: that's funny I I remember telling him to say, What did you say? Like, well, if If she's she's cool cool or interesting. As long as she's
0: funny funny. or interesting.
1: Yeah. And I told him he should say, Well, she's neither. so." (laughs) (laughs) So that settles that. Um, but, yeah, you, you start with this reference point of computer science, which is so hard. Like, stu- like hate yourself hard. And mm-hmm. maybe some people, like, had exposure to coding when they were little or, like, are extremely smart. Like, that's fine. That just wasn't me.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and so I was like, well, this is crazy, but it's I, I know I want to do it. But, you know, if you don't know or you're incentivized by money or opportunity or whatever, you're like, I'm going to make a big with a startup, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably going <laughs> to drop out. But going to MIS is so much easier because... Yeah. You don't have the math you know you already have some of that coding background and you're probably stronger there just because you went into the school of computer science and then you're like oh no I don't, you know, and then it's a
2: cakewalk after I'm that. I'm not in it yeah. for
1: real, and then the rest of school for you is really easy. And you know, it was hard sometimes to not look at some of the other majors and just be so <laughs> ugly about it. Yeah. Just be like, oh well, you get yeah. to go to your parties. <laughs> or whatever. I mean,
2: that's literally every single person with a hard major is constantly sharper. It's yeah. just they're just constantly like, oh, your major's easy. Oh, you. Like, and
1: it's so Like that's so annoying. Let's be honest. That's it's so, so annoying. annoying. No one wants to hear about how much better than you they are. Mm-hmm. You know. Or vice versa. But it's just something that always happens. Yeah, but it's really hard not to be bitter like that. And for me, it was like, well, you know, all this is a game anyway. So (laughs) who really cares, right? All this is for a piece of paper. Yeah, Yeah. college is such a tricky conversation, right? Because you could talk about it from like, oh, well, I highly value learning and growth and whatever. That's reasonable, right? But do you value spending huge amounts of money on, you know, some sequential series of classes that some you know arbitrary group of people decided was critical Mm -hmm. for you to take in order for you to know a certain something about Mm -hmm. something and Mm -hmm. it's interesting because in computer science like almost none of what you learn is directly (laughs) transferable to industry yeah almost none of it and like you learn how to think right that's an important thing but as far as the actual like has anybody told me to like, write code on paper. Like, write an algorithm on paper. Like, outside of interviewing, you're really never going to have to mm-hmm. be, like...
2: Even interviews now, especially the ones online, they'll just give you... It's just you like, like a screen share, and you yeah. just code.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, it's weird. It it depends on how you think about it. Like like I said, none of my brothers went to college, and they're all doing really well. So, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I think it's tough because, like, I have my experience, right? And it did well for me, and sometimes it's hard for me to...
2: You also took a lot of student loans as well. I did. Yeah. I I took a lot. of And again,
1: right. Like if I had not been lucky enough to just stupidly, you know, stupidly choose whatever, whatever I wanted. And I bet you would have have gotten lucky enough. Well, imagine if I was a teacher, right. (laughs) Going to OU. Becoming a teacher, yeah. coming back and earn... i don't know how much teachers earn, like forty thousand a year, right? Like I, you know, you—you—it's gone up a
0: little bit since then. Yeah, but forty to sixty, depending on where like you where were. you are, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. And tenure and stuff—that's
1: tough. Being an educator isn't a, a very important thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you have some hefty amount of student debt, like that's going to sit with you for a long time. Yeah. Man. So again, just whole life. Back to getting lucky. Um, <clears throat> I makes really you, don't have myself to credit for that.
0: It makes <laughs> me wonder if
2: uh. If it's hereditary, Liz, you might be the smartest person I know, but I still taught you everything you know. Mm. But not everything we'll, we'll she come, knows. We'll
1: come back to that. I am. Uh, Sean, would you like the floor? Sure.
0: I'd love the floor. Uh, for the kids at home, because obviously I know, but could y'all just tell everyone else what MIS is or what it means? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Management Information Systems, oh, great. I believe, mm-hmm. is uh, the acronym and. For most schools, I believe.
2: Some people still have it as CIS, Computer Information System. I believe it's in the School of Business. Yeah, but they're both the same thing, I think, or at least very closely related. Interesting. CIS or MIS. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And the deal there is you you would be switching. Some schools, it depends as well. At my school, Computer Science was in the College of Engineering. But the point is you'd be switching out of an engineering track.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And then going to a business uh, track,
1: yes. Which traditionally, I mean, you know, say what you will about different schools and different degrees. Traditionally, it is a bit easier to complete oh, a business degree. I can confirm. Sure, it's than, a lot easier than an engineering. <laughs> As degree. someone
2: who was on the engineering track for like two and a half years, switched to business for like one and a half. It's so much easier.
0: So between like an an engineering degree, like the one you have, or, or the one you would switch from to something like MIS. Is the subject matter and ultimate goal of the degree pretty similar, even though one is considerably
2: easier to get through? MIS is more about like using the technology mm-hmm. in business, okay, as opposed to actually yeah. learning gotcha. how the technology works and then implementing I and see. Using it.
1: Yeah, I see. it's it's a little bit higher level, I would say. So computer science, you're like really you're in the thick of it. You're yeah. really learning like what is binary, how do I convert from mm-hmm. hex, how do I I think at one point, one of my classes, we had to like build a computer on paper. Like you have to write all the parts and, you know, mm. talk about registers and um, all of the different things that go into not only like a computer itself, like the literal thing, but how to code and mm-hmm. how the the, I mean, it's called computer science, right? The science of computing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then MIS, of course, is um, it's
0: Excel. Learning how to use Excel. <laughs> yeah. well,
3: it's they,
1: mostly Excel. It's
0: Excel.
2: You they, take
1: a database class. They do database. Most people really struggle with the database class and yeah. then you graduate. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, awesome. Database Writing down very... MIS in my notes for, <laughs> my, <laughs>
1: yes.
0: for the fourth time that I try to go to college later.
1: <laughs> in all seriousness though, yeah, it, it is a lot higher level and because it's in the school of business, you tend to focus a lot more on your communication skills, right? Um, you know, I... I would say if you're in the school of business the emphasis would be more on kind of the organizational pieces yeah. of like all of the systems you use and all the technology you use whereas in computer science it's, you know it's all about like the system itself
3: yeah yeah you're as building it instead it, of using it
2: yeah as or opposed to how built. it operates in a business matter gotcha yeah
1: which actually i think puts you at a disadvantage. If you're a computer science student, say you do perfectly in college, but you never have an internship where you're exposed to the way that software development works at a company inside of a legitimate organization. You don't learn that the way that you are successful in college does not really translate to the mm-hmm. real world yeah. until you get like into that don't
2: really situation.
1: Matter. Yeah. And you know, you do collaborate every single day mm-hmm. when you're a software engineer and you know, your decisions are not, you need to know how to make sound decisions, right? Mm-hmm. In, in context of, mm-hmm. you know, systems you're designing or different kind of algorithms that you're putting together, but you work with a team at the end of the day.
2: And it's all based upon what the business wants, mm-hmm. like what they're seeking after. So you could be able to do all these things, but if the business doesn't need you to do those things for their operation, yeah, then it's just a, mm-hmm. you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I think at the, at the end of the day too, like. A lot of folks have this idea of a... You'll have to tell me if I get too far away from the mic. I keep doing that. No, no you're good. good. Um, I'm trying to...
0: I'm very conscious. I was yeah. going to say, you can You can definitely adjust yourself it's, here if you would like to not crane your neck to see me.
1: I'm trying to optimize the, the positioning. And it is hard because... It's I, all good. You let I'm choose the chairs. And yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that's the last time you do that. Whenever you upgrade. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you should fire him and, and hire a new... Uh, new manager, consultant
2: manager in here operations.
1: <laughs> you need a consult. Call in a consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. A plethora
2: um, of those out there. Don't look at me. <laughs> Are you a consultant? Yeah, technically. Uh, yeah. Technically, yeah.
1: If you didn't know that, then I take back what I said about you <laughs> looking at me that way. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's like hard to delineate real fast for people because they're like, oh, what do you do? And you know, sometimes you can tell people like don't really care that much to hear about it. And I'm like, oh, I'm a consultant. And I think uh, the most often found context of a consultant is like business. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of,
2: a lot of engineers I know went into consulting.
1: It's really interesting. It's Mm -hmm. really fun. I mean, it's hard. I feel like every time you ask me how things are going, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Work is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Things are stressful. That's funny. I know some
2: consultants who their job is like, they, they think their job is so easy. Really? Yeah. But it's different types of codes. Obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're more on,
1: it depends on the firm too. And the thing about consulting is, by nature you're going to be staffed at different clients and different clients have different needs that's the point of consulting is you work for a firm the firm will dispatch you to different clients and assign you to projects and it depends on what project you're on um, as far as how stressed you'll be or the kind of work you're doing sometimes you'll be on a contract that's like you need this piece of software built by this date Um, but other times it's like you have indefinite contracts that are like, I just need a team of this size to just like work on stuff uh-huh. that mm-hmm. we need to get done for this amount of time. My firm tries to kind of stay away from that uh, just because, uh, I don't know, that's like what
2: we... Mentally exhausting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's it's a design of meaningful work, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's easy to not do work that's meaningful whenever a company's like, we just want you to work on whatever we want you to work yeah. on for some amount of time. So, You're just
2: waiting around yeah. until they figure it out.
1: Exactly, and it it is really fun to just build stuff from the ground up. And I've, again, I, I keep using the word lucky, but <laughs> been lucky to get staffed on projects where we're we are building things like start to finish. It can yeah. be really rewarding. I was saying something when I like turned mm-hmm. to comment on mm-hmm. my microphone. I just want to say I don't remember what that was. I don't know that's either. okay. So, that's how it works. General apologies for <laughs> the yeah. That's how I talk to my friends. I'll I'll like start sentences and stop them. Yeah. And that's really annoying. My, no. mom, my mom makes fun of me. That's the whole That's thing. Literally all we and do. And then start a different sentence and just never comment on yeah. that. Yeah. Literally
2: our whole thing. <laughs> the <fact> that <laughs> and
1: then we'll everyone yells
0: at us later when they listen to this and they're like, They're
1: like, what were you doing? Yeah, Y'all
0: had five conversations and didn't tie up any of them except one and you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah. Catch you next week.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> welcome to the podcast.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, y'all. Welcome to the show about the show, dude. Oh, yeah. Liz, you should start a podcast. You've got an outstanding recording voice.
1: Oh, thank you. That's actually not the first time i've been told that i think it would be interesting i just um what is there to talk
2: about <laughs> what we just talked about yeah what do you mean you have so much to talk about dude and we haven't My even luck. scratched the My surface on life. like i haven't even scratched the surfish. i'm not from here <laughs>
1: I didn't talk until he was four. Everyone, no. everyone, leave him alone. I actually
2: yeah. didn't, y'all. I That's was a, not true. I was a very late bloomer. You didn't talk until four. My mom and dad both thought there was something wrong with me because I didn't say my first word until I was like three and a half. Your well, first
0: real word, but yeah. you like made noises. Has
2: that been disproven s- that there's nothing wrong with you? <laughs> no, not yet. I haven't been to a doctor in so many years. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want them it. to diagnose me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want to know the uh, truth. Fear of diagnosis is why I haven't gone to the doctor. Yeah, but relatable. But no, they said that. I mean, they're both adamant that it was like three and a half. Mm-hmm. And they both said that I wouldn't like say noises. I would just like hum or mumble a lot. Okay. It would be like mumble mm. a lot now. Yeah. But they said that I would hum a lot or like really? my way of communicating was like, mm, or like, mm, like that. Okay. You and also, they thought uh, something was wrong with me. You which, also just fair. used the
1: word diagnosisment.
2: Did I? Wow. I didn't even catch that. No, I said diagnose me. Mm. <laughs>
1: You, we'll let the people Oh, fear decide. of diagnosement, yeah. We'll let the people decide. Dude,
2: <laughs> we had a conversation about this. Yeah. Who makes up words and what...
1: And what do they mean? Yeah. And,
2: and what says... Who says what a word is and what isn't a Who's word? Who's to say?
1: I have this... Theory, so, I pay a lot of attention to kind of like the way people speak and the words they use. I have this theory. I was a really awkward kid and...
3: Oh. Well, that, Ooh, I mean, that's sorry. kind of true,
1: right? Um, I was really shy. I didn't know... Like how to interact with people on a on a base level, and if you've been friends with me for a long time, hopefully you didn't notice, but if you did, then fine. I know the truth. Um, That's
2: probably why we weren't friends when we were younger, because you were still I was just too awkward. Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe honestly, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, you were the cool kid after <laughs> I was all. The, cool <laughs> the kid. little ladies man. Dude,
2: nobody nowadays believes me that I was the cool kid.
1: Because you say words. The, like you're diag- still the cool kid. <laughs> he uses words like diagnosement Who's gonna trust you? <laughs> That's <your> why <laughs> people consider
0: him the cool kid, because he's like. You're like, oh, this guy's not that smart. He's but he's cool. <laughs> but he's you cool. Know?
1: That's his redeeming feature. He's yeah. funny. But yeah. then his
0: dirty secret is he is smart. Uh, he just hides it really well. So hides it from
2: himself, even.
1: I am actually tutoring me in SAT math. <gasps> I'm the
2: reason she got into college. That's, you are such a math
3: boy.
1: That's a stretch. I know. Ooh. That's a stretch. But I always no, thought I that you should have done like engineering or something. It was, yeah, I know you um, tried. You tried this.
2: I I really think I don't know how to put this really, but I think what I know now about like life, if I had like gone back with the knowledge I have now about life, I think I would have really stuck it out and been a lot more efficient and better at it. Mm -hmm. But I went from like being like super sheltered and stuff into like a whole new world. And I really didn't know how to like, Oh yeah. You had that slingshot experience. And I just, and I just wasn't really, I just wasn't really in the right state of mind to really Mm -hmm. challenge myself in that way.
1: Yeah. I barely I was, that, honestly. Yeah. I, I barely made it through some of the worst times in college just because I had no idea what I was doing.
2: Yeah. No idea. I mean me in literally almost every class. But also it was because <laughs> I was I didn't go to class most times and I didn't read what I was supposed yeah. to do. But like now as an <laughs> adult I understand how things are done and stuff and I would definitely go back and do that. But I think about it, but I'm also happy with what I've done in life mm-hmm. and where I'm yeah. going. So yeah there's really no point in me like regretting worrying too much about it yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah but i think that's you know an important thing to acknowledge is like you get to college and you're like man it feels like everyone around me knows exactly what's up i don't have any idea what's going on ever yeah like i am always on i feel like i'm always on the edge of a cliff Uh, i'm about to fall Mm -hmm. like every single day you know so i identify pretty heavily with that experience like i for instance like did competitive gymnastics right and everyone knew me as like the gymnast oh, that's yeah. liz she's the gymnast and mm-hmm. the academic and that's like it and then you get to college no one gives a shit what you <laughs> did in high school no, yeah. no No one gives a shit what you used to do or like who you were back then and i just didn't know what to do and again like the group of friends that we had had that back when you were in crowley schools before you went to harmony um I had been friends with them for years and years and years. And so Mm -hmm. it was like I was allowed to be my introverted self and opt out of socializing with them. But I knew the opportunity was there if I wanted it. Like I knew I could call any of them up at any point in time. Um, and I never had to make new friends Mm -hmm. because I had the same friend group forever. And then I got to college and a
2: whole new different state. (laughs) I was
1: so naive. I was like, I'm good. Like, you know, I can make friends. I (laughs) I'm comfortable on my own. Right. But like put yourself in a whole new state, whole new city. Mm -hmm. You're all of a sudden in this insane, like youth (laughs) culture. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what's going on. And oh man, it was horrible. It was such (laughs) a struggle. (laughs) Yeah so maybe I didn't struggle with like knowing what I wanted to do with my life, but mm-hmm. I absolutely struggled as a human. But what I was going to say back to making fun of you using the <laughs> word diagnosement, is like, I, when I was super shy, so like middle school into high school, I remember it kind of peaked like right when I started high school. Um, I feel like I socially engineered like how to be a human, mm-hmm. right? Like how to be a person to interact with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think I did it by paying like too much attention to how people talk. And so now it's like, I, you know, I'm hyper-focused on word choice and, even my own. Um, and sometimes it is to my detriment because I'll get stuck on things. People say, right. Mm. Someone will ask me like the most casual question. And if the wording even slightly (laughs) confuses me, I don't know how to, (laughs) I don't know how to respond. And I'll just, it's like, I can't even like call an audible. I just, I'm just stuck. I'm like, wait, (laughs) wait, but did you, but were you asking about, but, <laughs> uh, but can you? <laughs> and it's just you have a little brain brain
3: fart. It's just the,
1: the word. It, well, it's like I don't even have a brain anymore. I mean, maybe I never did. Um, <laughs> I mean, know.
3: that's
0: arguably better than the inverse, which is where I usually live. Which is when there's any kind of question about how exactly they meant the question, I just answer any form that there could have possibly been and it takes a long time they regret it
1: you just put the responsibility on them the responsibility yeah. of interpretation is on anyone who chooses i like that i should, yeah, I should I just, start doing that not my problem you asked yeah. me i'll give you what i have and the rest is up to exactly. you exactly i like that approach you didn't a lot.
0: specifically clarify so here's 20 minutes of of my answer <laughs> that should have been five seconds
1: uh yeah uh, i mean I, I do that sometimes anyway you know you, you take a shot it, it doesn't work that's mm-hmm. I suppose that's how it goes. but
2: You live and you learn, dude. That's life, dude.
1: And sometimes you don't learn.
2: And sometimes you don't have to learn.
1: And you keep living anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah,
2: dude. Leanne yeah, um, Thanks for listening. That's yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> life uh, lesson of the day. Anyways, what a blast from the past.
0: Okay, great. So now that we're all caught up, what have you guys been up to lately? <laughs> Not you. I know what you've been up to. What have you been up to, Liz?
1: <laughs> what Tell do us? you do? Nothing? What do I
2: do? I literally told you everything I do for the last six months.
1: You go to Salada.
2: I go to Salada.
0: Oh, that is all he does, dude. <laughs> You're talking to the two times a day Salada champ right there, dude.
2: So and it's, literally, it's Sean, I, I told her I've gone to Salada so many times, and I've gotten the, the same exact <laughs> same order to the T. Yep. Every time. So oh my. On, if you go to the
0: same place regularly and you don't get the same thing every time. What are you doing?
2: Being adventurous? No. <laughs> yeah. Adventurous
0: doesn't happen at the same restaurant twice in one day. I yeah. do think
1: you have a point. I, I do think, like, if you have a place you go,
0: you have an order.
1: There's a reason you go there, and yeah. it's to get a certain. You thing. know what mm-hmm. I don't
2: enjoy, though? Going to that salada almost around the same time on the same day every week, and the employees acting like they don't even know me. They look at me like I'm a new person and mm. they don't acknowledge. Me at all.
0: That's because they're all 16. No, they're all <laughs> old and can't speak English. Oh, well, that's
2: even different. And w- w- well, it's
0: different. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's where we ask you why.
0: Why they're you... old and can't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Nepal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they're Mexican, dude. Come on.
0: Well, Hispanic. Of, this,
3: yeah, you're Of right. Latin Thank
2: descent. Thank you. So they much. are my panic.
1: We had that talk earlier.
2: Yeah, I don't want to assume. That's my bad.
1: You did anyway.
2: Yeah. I yeah. And sometimes you just got to go with
1: it. I was just trying to ask, why, why is your value placement on the employees? that's loved?
2: Because I love service. Be- yeah, he works in a restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know.
1: You're looking I for just, a first name basis?
2: I've always had a dream <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of going to a place <laughs> and walking in. They'd be like, oh, the usual? And then I don't even have to do anything. Have you ever yeah. had
0: that experience? No. Because let me tell you a little story. I was hoping Salata would have been that experience. I don't, I'm pretty sure you've heard this one, uh, but poor Liz hasn't, and she has to now. Poor baby girl. Uh, it's not a long story, though. When I was a young man, uh, I used to clean pools for a living. Okay. And when I did that, I went to the same Whataburger and got the same order for breakfast for more than a year straight. This is why we're meant to be. Yeah. And... Uh, It didn't take a very long time before I would pull up and like start to say my order and they would just know the rest of it and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, we got you pull up. Yeah. And that was a daily ritual of shame for me.
1: Oh, shame. That like. Oh, but he wants it.
0: Yes. He wants
1: the ritual. You had the ritual. I had the ritual. You didn't want it.
0: I think the difference lies in the fact that he's going to Salada and I'm going to Whataburger.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would just like to say maybe it's just a case of the grass is greener on the other side. Hmm. Maybe since you had it, you don't want it. Maybe since I don't have it, I want it.
0: Well, that's very profound.
1: It sounds like you should start going to Whataburger.
2: Facts. You can't, dude. You can't. They I got salad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, anybody who goes to like McDonald's I, uh, or yeah, Whataburger yeah. for a salad, who are you kidding yourself? Why are you
1: there? <laughs> Go somewhere. <Yeah>. <laughs> what
2: are you doing? Go somewhere different.
1: Yeah. I uh, I have my own, my own experience with being known. <laughs> Uh, with with every visit, I thought and you were going to
0: say with water burger.
1: No, uh, man, I wish I have a very sincere love affair with honey butter chicken biscuits, but yes. I have some really aggressive dietary restraints. So I, you know, oh, we, we tried service. it.
2: I don't even know if we can get through all of that in the podcast.
1: No, I don't, it's been like forty five minutes. I don't. I don't think that's one yeah. podcast. That's like five installments with <laughs> a movie, yeah, and a book. Um,
2: before you continue any sort of thought, right now, I have to pee so bad. Go pee, dude. So please entertain yourselves, but don't start anything of worthy until I'm back.
1: Of worthy?
0: Of
2: what? Saw, ESL. I <laughs> what I said, dude. Did you say
0: warranty? No, worthy. he
1: said... Uh,
0: don't start anything of worthy.
1: Oh, of worth? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one. Yeah. That's the one he was looking for. Poor yeah. I am. Yeah, poor right, I am. All right, well, now
0: that we're here and I am's not here, now let's talk here. about stuff. Yeah. Uh, dude, what's up?
1: What's up? Um... Not much. I, uh, I'm in town for work. Okay. Yeah. So I live in Dallas. I don't know if that came up. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what I am does ever.
0: Uh, this is it mostly,
1: but but yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Like if he was like, Oh, I'm going to get dinner with my friend Liz, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I live in Dallas. I work in Dallas. We talked a little bit about Software engineering, but I work for a consulting firm. So what they started doing during COVID was, um, we have offices in maybe like most major American cities. I'll say, okay, so that no one gets offended. But um, (laughs) we we all the important ones. uh, Yeah, we have a Houston office, right? Okay, Um, Dallas is our headquarters. We have a Houston office, and then. During COVID, they started staffing us. Normally, we stay in our home city, mm-hmm. which is great, but they like us to go to the client okay. site and you know, have FaceTime, and that's kind of like uh, a big thing for our company is nurturing relationships. But sure. during COVID, no one was in person anywhere. Yeah. So they started staffing us just kind of like all over the place, right? Like if there was a project in LA that they needed employees for, they would staff us there. Like I was on an LA client last year. Okay. And then this year, got staffed at a Houston client. So... um have been at this client since maybe April thereabouts. So come here every so often um, and was in the office for a while. So I was in town and I am begged me for some of his time. Okay. I sure did. Excellent, (laughs) Unapologetically. (laughs) Unapologetically. And so for once I said yes, because I said, well, I got to do this twice a year and I'm Mm -hmm. booked until December after this. So Mm -hmm. may as well say yes. Maybe
2: we'll see each other on New Year's and we'll start our one in the beginning of the year. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Get it over with faster <laughs> sounds good to me mm-hmm, but yeah mm-hmm. i do i love houston i love being here i really do i almost moved here last year i talk about it pretty often
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh have i executed no i actually it's really funny i went to a wedding earlier this year in like june and i saw uh someone i hadn't seen since high school and they were like well you know what are you up to how are you doing and i was like oh you know i'm good just working in software work in dallas and She was like, oh, I thought you lived in Houston. Hmm. I was like, no, (laughs) I just go there a lot. But yeah, it's interesting because I don't know if you've met anyone. Have you met anyone who um, is either from Dallas or from Houston and swears the other one is better? There's like a very interesting rivalry between the two cities. It's insane.
0: I've despised Dallas. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I don't (laughs) confer with anybody who doesn't (laughs) if they're from Houston. Uh, but not Thank for you. any reason. <laughs>
1: that qualifier was for me. <laughs> if they're from Houston.
0: <laughs> well, I just mean, I don't expect people from other cities to hate Dallas. But if you, if you were raised in Houston and you don't hate Dallas, yeah, you're wrong.
1: Well, I think it, I get confused because they both have their value. Mm-hmm. They're similar in some ways, very different in others. And so it's like, you don't have to.
0: Yeah, that is true. You, you, know, you don't, don't have to. You don't really
1: have to hate yeah. the other one. But and, you
0: should. You should.
1: Okay. I don't hate Houston. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I live in Dallas. I've lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. I work there. So many friends there.
0: But you're not from Dallas.
1: I'm from Fort Worth.
0: Okay, technically from New York. Where were you raised? <laughs> Fort Worth.
1: <laughs> I was raised in Fort Worth. I was born in upstate New York. Okay, and then we moved when I was seven. So I definitely lived in Texas for okay. more time than I lived anywhere else. Okay, but yeah. excellent. Yeah, I just think the effect is odd, right? There is value to both places,
2: sure, but I think.
0: Honestly, I think the Houston-Dallas rivalry probably stems, I want to say sports. Yeah, from sports. Because, I mean, for a long, long time, it was Dallas versus the world when it comes to football, at least. And uh, Houston, obviously, is, like, if you go back a couple decades, was like a... Not a household name in yeah. a lot of sports, maybe more than a couple of decades compared to how they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: their team isn't as old of a franchise. No, definitely either, not, right yeah. as the the Cowboys are. Yeah, like I they're. mean
0: the Cowboys are God as old as this country almost. Yeah. And I mean we had the <laughs> <America's> Oilers. <deep. laughs> yeah, exactly. And we had the Oilers before we had uh, the Texans. But yeah. I mean that was a whole different.
3: Yeah. Really, like scenario. a whole different era. It feels like. Yeah.
0: Um, I guess also. Part of it is when it comes down to comparing major cities, Dallas and Houston are really the only competition that each other have because all the other, even the other major cities in Texas
2: are more like small cities in comparison.
1: I mean, I don't know. People like to talk about Austin a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like its own thing though. I'm surprised
2: you haven't been offered to like move to Austin with all the big tech I companies and stuff going there. I
1: don't want to live
2: there. Yeah, I think a lot of people I don't, don't want to live, live there, there anymore.
1: That's the deal. I don't know. Back
2: then, I did want to live there. I used to love Austin.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Austin's great for a day or two. You I
1: know, I feel that way
0: about it, everywhere if, in Texas.
1: Yeah, if you want to buy property there, though, good luck. Yeah. Good good luck.
0: I mean, if you want to buy property in Texas, again, Houston and Dallas mm-hmm. are, or the surrounding areas are like your yeah. best bet.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, good luck buying property anywhere right now. Yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think you know, um, Austin is cool for, for what it is, mm-hmm. uh, but it's I don't think it's for me. I don't yeah. know. I, I always have the issue, and for some hardcore Texans, maybe this is like a controversial opinion, but, you know, it's it's hard to find the balance between maybe like the more urban scene in some of the major Texas cities and also nurturing. Like if you're an outdoorsy person, mm-hmm. like you have to travel. You have to travel. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's the deal. Um, So right now I think my my conflict as far as like do i want to stay in texas do i want to move to houston do i want to move just like somewhere else because in tech you can find fully remote jobs and it's insane it's like a free-for-all right like especially in the industry right now you can just demand an insane salary and Mm -hmm. like be fully remote and that's that so it is that concept of like do i want to be somewhere Mm -hmm. where it's just the norm to be able to like go outside and you know enjoy it, yeah. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> have something to look at outside mm-hmm. of just like, Oh, other buildings are, yeah. you know, actually have or some, Holy
2: shit. It's a hundred degrees. Yeah.
1: I do not mind the Houston heat. Yeah. I don't. And also I will say, so the office that we have is, is pretty nice and we're on like the 17th floor. Um, and I was in there last week and Houston is so green mm-hmm. for a city. Mm-hmm. It's so green. That's really nice. Yeah.
0: I don't think anybody made really a conscious
2: effort in the last yeah. few years yeah. to, to grow their greenery. For sure.
0: So based on all of that, I've got three things that I want to say to you. Oh, goodness. All right. And they're in no particular order. And I think they probably contradict each other in some way. I know they do. Great. So the first one, I definitely think you should move to Houston. I would love that for you. (laughs) Honestly, I think as much as you like Houston, there's even more that would make you like it more that you probably haven't seen yet. It's truly a wonderful city, and I think if people don't spend like a ton of time here, mm-hmm. a lot of that nuance doesn't really open up to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be an interesting experience, and you have the freedom to do it. Yeah. And you might arguably like it more than where you are now. Arguably. Uh, point two. Uh, oh, boy, I can't remember point two. So anyway, point three. <laughs> <coughs> um, I was actually just saying earlier this week, or maybe last week, that uh, my new dream is to Find a, a fully remote position in t- in America that pays in American dollars, and then move out of the country to somewhere where American dollars go a lot further. Oh, and uh, live like royalty on an American <laughs> that's salary. That's crafty. Yeah. Oh, that's I remember my second point. Uh, I've <laughs> well, always you
1: did say no particular order, so you're you're still. Quiet. Yeah, I guess
0: technically this is now the third point. Yes. That's The other one has been moved up to second. Uh, the third point is, uh, I've always thought to myself anytime I've thought about like moving to Houston or pff, moving to Houston, moving to Austin or, uh, I mean, that's the only city in Houston I've ever really considered moving to. That wasn't like a, a work only choice. Sorry. Uh, if I'm going to move four hours away, I might as well move to another state Yeah, or another country. Oh, yeah. if, if that's like what's calling.
1: I think you can get a lot of change benefit. And I, I think, you know, it's been interesting to me to think through some of the choices I've watched my friends make and, Some of them, um, some of my friends, to be specific, went to school in different states, um, went to school in Texas, you know, and I know you can say, like, Oklahoma's not that far from Texas, it's not that different from Texas, both are, like, Southern and and whatever, what have you. Um, I'm so glad I got out of Texas. Like, I think even if you were to go to a state that's close to Texas or still has similar I don't know if there's a culture that's similar to like Texas.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but you know, I, I think Florida's, you can.
2: Florida is like the big comparison. I think a lot of people like to say like Florida and Texas are. Like pretty, to
1: compare Florida to Texas? That's yeah. news to me. Really, I, I don't hear know that how all I the feel time. about that. In my mind, I hold Florida yeah. as like the the meme state eternal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot that's of people like do. the Florida man subreddit uh-huh. exists for a reason. I do yeah. realize their beaches are beautiful.
2: But, but I think in terms of like the way people live mm-hmm. or I guess their overall attitude about yeah. how the world works is very similar to Texas.
1: Okay. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I know like two people from Florida and I don't remember who they are. So
2: I
0: think that's a lot of I got.
1: but, but I do back to my point, mm-hmm. right? Like I think moving to a different place, even if it is like, even if you were to pick the closest state, that's yeah. not Texas. Like mm-hmm. you can get a ton of benefit from introducing yourself to a brand new place. And, that's what I was talking about with, like, my friends who chose mm-hmm. to go to college in, in different places, right? Like, Krisha chose to go to L.A. Um, I don't think she was in college. I think it was right after college. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could see the change in her, like, the exposure to the different culture. And it's just, it's still America. Mm-hmm. You know, she still was taking an opportunity that matched kind of her desired career path at the time. But you can grow so much from throwing yourself to the sharks in a completely different place. So. Yeah
2: um i mean even like my your move to ou my move from fort worth to houston mm-hmm. just like a whole different experience yeah yeah and like a brand new kind of like fresh slate mm-hmm. definitely like makes you grow like forces you to
3: grow
1: oh yeah i told you like i didn't know how to make friends yeah i had no idea what i was doing mm-hmm. i didn't even realize like the people i knew i had known for years and years and just never relearned mm-hmm. how to make friends like on a, a meaningful. Yeah. Level. I was going to say, even when
2: you make like those new friends, you look at your old friends like, man, I don't know anything about you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. when you made those friends, the way you made friends was like, Hey, do you want to come play at recess?
1: They're like two feet away from you in class and yeah. you're like, okay, we're friends now, mm-hmm. you know, whereas it just in a changes whole new city time.
2: or a whole new state, you like actually have to make some sort of effort yeah. into sustaining a friendship or, or being someone's friends. So. Yeah. It teaches you a lot.
1: It does. It really does. And then I think too, you know, there are different inflection points in your life where you're like, I just feel itchy, you know, like I feel mm-hmm. like I am in a place to take a look at what I'm doing and ask myself if like, this is what I need to be doing. Um, it's like,
0: you're speaking into my soul right now, <laughs> dude.
1: Yeah. And, and I think I, I haven't really done anything about it, but I've been there for like a few months now and it's weird. Cause it's like all of a sudden you see all of your life, be like that came before that kind of period of time as like one phase and you're like, or right, I just feel like there's, I feel like I'm moving into another phase of life. And so I know it's up to me to determine like what is going to delineate this. And so now it's time to do some thinking. We talked about this at, mm-hmm. at dinner. I am, but yeah. Um, just like taking the time to understand like where you've been and how that like leads to where you are. I think, can do a lot of good for you. We also talked about psilocybin a lot. Like, (laughs) um,
2: I was telling her she should take a trip.
1: Yeah. My brother talks to me a lot about like kind of the effects of it and like how it could, I'm a really deep thinker. I don't know if that's apparent by now, (laughs) but, but very deep thinker. And so, you know, my brother, one of my brothers, I have a, a thousand of them, um, is like my best friend. Okay. And so we talk a lot about, you know, some of our family experiences and like some of our experiences in life and some of the things that we like feel on the regular, um, and he, he always tells me, he's like, I, I really think you should, you know, you have a lot to think about and I think you could really benefit from a nice trip. And I'm like, Well, I don't know what that means. So <laughs> no one knows I'll
2: what I'll they means until it. they know what it means. Would uh yeah. would you
0: say that you and your brother are
2: like minded?
1: I would, but it's odd because we took very different paths mm-hmm. in life. Yeah, like I, I mentioned this earlier you guys but
2: also weren't close when you were younger either.
1: We were really close until like
2: high school or something right
1: age maybe like 11 or 12 like when my dad died Mm -hmm. was when my family just like fell apart and then we went basically like the rest of his time in school and the rest of my we're only a year apart Mm -hmm. a year and a half apart so i remember when
2: i met you you weren't close with him at all
1: no yeah we like were real like when we were on those two different paths, and, and in my life. brother knew your
2: brother, yeah, and they
1: were so. I remember teach was on our like landline speed dial, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: right. they were actually pretty good
2: friends. Like,
1: that's, that's funny, yeah, that's how close my okay. brother and i brother were. So, anyway, when we were on different paths, we were on very different paths, right? Like, we were, we like, didn't talk for a really long time, and then this really cool thing happened where we kind of circled back eventually. Mm-hmm. Like I had gotten to a more stable point. So at he, and we kind of were like, Hey, let's talk about the fact that, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's all this stuff, shit. all this stuff happened. we also like, didn't talk to each other for however long, but also like no one is ever going to know me as well as you do, mm-hmm. because we share so much of our, <laughs> of our genetics and DNA. So we're very like minded. We make different decisions and our lives went in very different directions. Mm-hmm. I always was very much like the kid who did what they were supposed to do you know, followed the path set before them. And that's not to say that I wasn't in charge of my own decision making because, you know, I'm nothing if not intentional. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, it's 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 odd because I don't, f- I feel like that's something that's ingrained in me, right? And to say that we're like-minded would maybe suggest that he would be, you know, kind of similar, you know, like... Um,
2: but he's not. <laughs> pre-
1: predisposed to maybe, yeah, the same kind of life or, or ending up in the same place. But he's a little bit of a, a freer thinker than I am, I suppose, but... Um, do
0: you think y'all share like a similar temperament
1: temperament in terms of i'm
0: not entirely sure i'm mostly asking these questions uh because yeah they
1: sound pointed i'm
0: probing to try to see like what kind of response you might have to psilocybin based on the responses that he's had
1: yeah uh that i mean that might be actually like a reasonable way to go about it right um we do have very similar dispositions like We're both very calm, anxious people. Okay. (laughs) If that makes sense. Sure. Like are aware enough to understand our anxiety, like to see it for what it is, but also, Mm -hmm. and maybe he would disagree with me. I feel like, you know, he does a good job of separating himself from it and like talking about it as its own, its own thing. Right. So, um, yeah. And and we both do have the same kind of response mechanisms to like stress or, or, or trauma. Um, And so maybe, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I've never really thought about it like that. Like he, he said, su- he makes these suggestions to me and I'm like, all right, maybe for I'll like save that suggestion for, for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like like you Keep listen to someone pocket. and you're like, I heard you, but like, I'll just, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll leave that alone for now. I'll leave that one on the back burner. For I'll a nod bit. and smile, but you yeah. Know, yeah, we're going to let it cook a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting suggestion. Uh, I used to really proselytize for people to try psychedelics. Yeah. I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not against it. I just think it it is going to end up being more valuable to any given person if they find themselves drawn to it as opposed to being talked into trying it.
1: I'm very indifferent about it. Okay, <laughs> I'll be honest with well, you. Well, that's
0: actually the best way to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel
1: that way about like almost all substances. Very indifferent. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah.
0: I think uh, most. I think people generally will take quote-unquote, the most from uh, something like a psychedelic experience when they have the least expectation. Uh, and it can be, it really is going to be, like, whatever you make of it. Yeah. Whether that's just, like, things looking cool for a few hours or, like, having a profound uh, experience yeah. that, like, changes the Outside way you look at yourself, life. of mm-hmm. yourself, like,
1: mm-hmm. changing yeah. who you are. You were kind of talking about that earlier. I am, yeah. You know, just changing your entire kind of lease on, yeah. on your...
2: I mean, it really makes you think, I mean, you, you said it yourself, you're a deep thinker, but taking something like that really, really gets into the nitty gritty. i think you know, you're
1: Joe Rogan.
2: Yeah, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah. The I, end. Mean, I mean, I credit, God, I hope my parents aren't listening to this, but I credit <laughs> um, one of my psilocybin trips as like fundamentally changing my outlook on life. Yeah. Like it probably like, you can look at me before and after, and I feel like I'm like two Mm -hmm. completely different people.
1: Well, it's been interesting to talk to you throughout the years. I know we, we make jokes about how often we see one another, but I I do feel like every time I see you, I really enjoy speaking to you because I can tell you've been thinking about things Mm -hmm. like say what you will about like your concept of an ideal path through life and how that's changed. But I I do really appreciate the fact that like there is visible continuity of thought behind like things that are going on. Um, I, I really identify with that just based on yourself. Again, I just how, <laughs> I think yeah. way too many thoughts. Right. But yeah. you
0: know, I wonder if that doesn't even become a little easier to note because y'all don't talk to each other as often.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, oh, if, we, sure. if yeah. we see each other all the time, I mean, eventually we're going to run yeah. out of things to think or talk about, but I think it's so healthy. And that's that why we, I haven't moved to Houston yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so healthy that, you know, people talk about it all the time. Like you have those friends, you don't see each other for a while, but then you see each other and mm-hmm. it's like, That's essentially what we are like. Yeah. We can go months, even years without talking, Mm -hmm. but then we'll randomly meet up and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. How's everything going? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, that's like the relationship that we've established.
1: I really like uh, the feeling of seeing someone you haven't seen for a long time and being reminded Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. why they were valuable to you or how they continue to be valuable to you. Cause it's, it's a really weird feeling. Like maybe you Mm -hmm. don't feel like meeting up with someone or maybe you're like tired from work or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I know you work today and like I was at the gym beforehand and um, you're like, well, you know, I've, I like this person. I'll I'll just go like, I'll go have a meal with them. It'll be what it is. And then you're like totally surprised. You're like, man, we had this great conversation. Somehow I ended up on this podcast Yeah, (laughs) with this guy. named Sean. It's his roommate. I've heard all, you know, whatever. Like it's just, it's really nice to be surprised by not only like seeing people and enjoying your time with them, but seeing how they've grown. I think that can be really yeah. fulfilling as well. Like
0: such a wonderful experience yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to like the other outcome, which is like, Oh, I wish I didn't come hang out today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this I, is the same yeah. person I stopped hanging out that with was, a
3: year
2: ago.
1: <laughs> I was hoping you would have changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: was That's hoping also for a tough one. Oh, which yeah. weirdly happens more often than the latter. Yeah. Or the, f- whatever the we were former. talking about first. The former. Former. And it's unfortunate. But, <laughs> but yeah, that happens. all. Even with our friend group, like
1: I know it can be some, tough because sometimes you can find yourself maintaining relationships just because you've always done that. Ooh. Right. You're, you're, you're just honoring a tradition of time as opposed to a tradition of friendship. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that's another thing too. I, I kind of talked about feeling like I'm at this inflection point. And I think another thing for me is like, you know, I could fill up all of my time, all of my time if I wanted to, <clears throat> But, you know, you you get to a point where you're like, what is this doing for me? Like, I'm doing things 100% of the time. Is it really valuable for me to just, like, keep moving and hold social obligations just because I'm obligated and just because, like, I have always agreed to, mm-hmm. like, go to dinner with this person or I've always agreed to, mm-hmm. like, take phone calls from this person, right? Like, I, I think being intentional about that is, like, the next big, le- like, I know, you know, not everyone needs to... Take anything from this, but I think that's like the next big thing for me is like paying attention to the people that I give my time to, and then consequentially understanding where I need to remove. You know, like where where to invest more effort and and essentially where to remove it from, right? Because mm-hmm. you only have twenty four hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Ideally, so true. ideally eight of them are spent sleeping. If you're me, maybe it's like five or six. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: preach. All of those, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show me one mid 20s oh, person that has eight <coughs> hours of sleep, bro. I, I don't know.
1: I, I used to sleep so, like, I used to sleep nine or 10 hours a night in high really? school. Yeah. And then, even in high school, I didn't I do know. that. I went to college and then everything broke down. <laughs> like, I, I, think can, my, I can hardly sleep nine hours if I try.
2: I think my entire college career, I didn't sleep before 12 a.m. My entire college career.
1: It's funny because I got to college and I like maintained the same traditions, right? I was like, in high school, I would sacrifice studying for a test to get more sleep. And it's crazy because it went fine. <laughs> it went totally fine for me. And then I got to college and it was like, you know, me and my ignorant ass, like, oh, computer science. Sure. I learned really fast that yeah, like that yeah. is, that it's was not the way. Experience. So I started college, my freshman year. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, I don't know. I like I'm to sleep. Yeah. I like to sleep. I'm mm-hmm. going to get enough sleep. And then it's like over the four years, I just progressively got <laughs> less. Like, trend. Yeah. And then I remember by the time I was. Doing finals week my senior year, like I, I would hear people talking about all nighters and like even as a junior, I was like, I've only ever done that once and I don't plan on doing it again. Mm-hmm. But once I got to finals week my senior year, I was like, all nighters every. I night. <laughs> whatever it takes to get the fuck out of here.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do absolutely anything to not have to.
2: Maybe that's what you really learn in college. Do anything. Really thing. persevere through something
3: through
1: being. Uh, super underslept. Yeah. <laughs> how to have the cognitive abilities of a five-year-old and take an exam <laughs> on <laughs> the theory of computation. That's, that's what college is about. Yeah. Damn.
0: That is something I hear a lot from people, though, <laughs> is that college is just as much about learning how to, like, do something.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: As it is, like, actually learning the subject matter that you're doing.
1: Yeah. And again we t- spoke earlier about there's like a kind of a divergence of the way you can think about college you can be really cynical about it and have some really good points to make but you also can be you can abstract it down to some pretty critical concepts one of which is learning how to finish what you start mm-hmm. um that's pretty critical uh and then again just learning how to learn i think is yeah. another thing too like that's when really it,
2: the- in my opinion i think that's the biggest thing learning how to learn
1: yeah because i you know i got out of college and i was like what did i first of all how did i survive but second of all uh not much of that is going to be carried with me Mm -hmm. into the next decade
2: (laughs) well none of my college experience has carried over (laughs) yeah but the skills have
1: Yeah. yeah Yeah. And I don't really know, you know, in other industries, how important it is to have a degree. I know in software, it's becoming less important Mm -hmm. to have like a a formal out there. Yeah. To have a formal background. I know my company hires a lot of uh, just general engineering majors, but Mm -hmm. also like I think I met a a guy who was actually like a few levels higher than me who had been like a geology major or something. And he just knew how to problem solve. And so they Mm -hmm. were like, well, we can teach this guy how to code. Yeah, he has the mind, and mm-hmm. so we'll you know we'll invest in the skills, but you can't mm-hmm. teach someone how to think. Yeah, yeah. So
0: hiring someone with a degree is like a, it's almost like a credential, but outside of the a, the credential of whatever their degree is, it's a credential of like this person can learn stuff. Yeah, and and like figure stuff out if you give them the tools.
1: I think that that's like an automatic assumption, and that's what makes mm-hmm. it so difficult for those who don't have a degree. Yeah. you might you might. I'm trying to say "might" and "may" at the same time. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. His condition is rub contagious. It up on you. <laughs> yeah, spending too much time you with hang
2: him. Hang out with me long enough, oh, and you will no. forget how to speak.
1: Start make, <laughs> making making up words. Diagnosis. Um. My so one of my brothers. <coughs> uh, uh, like I said, there, <coughs> there are quite a few. This is a different <coughs> one than the one I was previously talking about. But he lives in San Francisco, works for you know a really nice company out there, makes plenty of money. He didn't go to college and he will tell you he has to work harder to demonstrate his skill set at first. Because there's, I I do think that there's an automatic assumption. You have a college degree that's like four different assumptions made on behalf of the hiring manager, Mm -hmm. you know, or on behalf of the the person you're hiring from, you know, the the hiring manager. So uh, I think it's totally true what they say. Like college isn't for everyone. I also think like if you happen to have a degree, it does help you out a lot. But but it gets tricky because you're like you know, it's so much money.
0: Yeah. How much are you gonna spend for that it's so much foot in the door.
1: That set of assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. What's it worth? I don't know. You know, and again if I just hadn't gotten super lucky and like closed my eyes and (laughs) thrown my finger on a major that, you know, made me reasonably successful, like I, I would absolutely probably have a different perspective on like my own cost benefit mm-hmm. as far as how much my education costs and no one tells you when you're 18 like oh, yeah. yo this is with you like for a long time yeah, yeah. i was like all i know <laughs> is i need enough money
3: uh-huh. i just need to, to pay cover this, this, this semester this
1: number like i need enough yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. i just need to hit this number yeah. at the yeah. point yeah i wish i would have known and when i was even if they do newspapers. tell you
0: like even if they clearly lay it all out to you 18 year olds don't have a grasp of like <laughs> yeah. what it means that you're going to be $60,000 right? in debt. Yeah.
1: Long-term thinking, like yeah, understanding the consequences of your yeah. actions. Mm-hmm. It's so
2: easy for people to be like, it's this much money, but once you get a job, you'll be okay. That's so true, like, true that's, too. That's the big, like thing.
1: let's talk about monthly payments and how mm. much they suck. Dude, let's, let's talk
0: about monthly payments. People are making on their student loans that are just covering interest. Yeah. And yeah. aren't even lowering their
1: principal a yeah. bit. Oh yeah. That's wild. it, can be very, I'll say discouraging. There are more severe words that deserve to be used, but Mm -hmm. just in terms of like understanding your own freedom, I think financially that can be a huge problem for a lot of people who have a lot of debt that really don't have at present, like the, and COVID probably added so many variables to this equation.
2: COVID. I think COVID changed the game. Yeah. Like I think people post COVID have, drastically changed the way that they look at how many works, how college works, how everything yeah. works because for a year, everyone did online like they did it.
1: Yeah. Well, do you think, I mean, honestly, and, and like, there's
2: a, like at U of H right now, there's still people now who are taking all online classes. Yeah. You're, there's really no purpose.
1: You're reducing it to like the most fundamental essence of the game theory yeah. of college. Mm-hmm. Like this is the bare bones of what it is. You just do the thing uh-huh. and then you get, the thing. But you're
2: still paying all the same price. The same still price. paying the same price. Yeah. So, so I think eventually I mean, hopefully eventually the system will crumble and some new system will be in play. But God, help, I'm the takes over yeah. God help the person. Yeah. God help the person who has to figure that out. But
0: I think it also I mean, depending on the perspective people are looking at it from, I would hope that it kind of opens up the thinking around uh like less expensive college options. Like community colleges. Community or,
1: college makes so much sense. Yeah. I give kudos to anyone who tells me that they went to community college mm-hmm. before going to a four year. It's like, damn, university. you were
2: actually so much smarter than I'm. All, pretty sure.
1: I, I think someone told me this at one point, but your GPA resets when you transfer. Institutions. I didn't know that. And so, if you you have your basics covered, just the like, credits
2: transfer, not the not oh. the
1: GPA. So you know, you spend less money. You yeah. do what you need to do. It's probably easier. So if you do want to gamify your entire mm-hmm. education, you absolutely can. If yeah. you don't, I'm sure you can still learn something, right? They give you sure. books. You can read the books. You can do your work.
2: Oh, the thing is, two different the, paths. The crazy, crazy thing is, all these colleges <laughs> want to talk about, like, oh, we're like better because we do. They all teach. The same, the same material. Thing. They're oh, yeah. all using yeah. the same textbook. That's what they're I was They're probably all say. using the same test from the same test bank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all the same. And well, in any given
0: city, the community colleges are usually taught by the same professors that are yeah. professing at the big yeah. universities.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, too, I remember uh, in high school taking a few... Like dual credit. Dual credit classes. A lot of times they're smaller. And so you actually develop, like... Really nice relationships with your professors because mm-hmm. they're yeah. a little more down to earth yeah. and uh, they actually talk to you like they're you know you're humans and, yeah. and God. how many
2: college yeah. classes did you have with like three hundred other students? Ooh. Oh, so crazy man.
1: with grumpy professors who just hated their lives yeah. and you could totally tell
2: and it's like yeah this class yeah. cost me like four grand oh, yeah. all good dude and, and then the books cost volcanoes. like a thousand <laughs> all good yeah and it's like a intro to geology class that i just yeah. have to take for my yeah. <laughs> course track yeah to graduate <laughs> i'm not like ever gonna need any of
0: this information
2: yeah. you're in like
1: astronomy because uh, it satisfies like a natural science or something and yeah like I, I no, this means anything to me i had
2: to take intro to theater Cause it was a fine arts, <laughs> fine arts credit for engineering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to direct and film a movie That's or like so a short work. movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for
2: what dude? Yeah. So yeah, I think the system has to change. Yeah. Who knows if it is ever gonna, cause it's so monetized mm-hmm. and people with money want to continue making money. Well, it's just like, so,
1: again, to be super cynical about it, you don't have to be right. And,
2: uh, I love being cynical <laughs> especially I, with the education
1: uh, system. I will think on both sides of the equation. I I am not someone who holds like super particularly to their views, right? So again in the vein <laughs> of being able to think about things two different ways. Like if you get into a better college, you have the status of the degree which gets you the status of the job which just kind of perpetuates like
2: It's all about the alumni association all affiliated of with the college stratification, too as well.
1: Mm-hmm. You know in all of the everywhere. Like it's just another representation of like separating yourself from other people. And a lot of times, uh, I mean, getting into those larger institutions, like larger name institutions are not Mm -hmm. always like larger in size is just like, do you have parents who had enough resources to understand like what goes into creating a child that will get accepted into Harvard yeah. like that? You know, that's not always going to be your own doing like some kids are brilliant. And and they're like, I just do play five instruments, speak 12 languages yeah. and have mm-hmm. a published book by the age of 17. Like, yeah. some people are like that. But, you know, a lot of it is just having parents who are educated, parents who mm-hmm. know how to direct your life. And like mm-hmm. not all of us. <laughs> Arguably, none of us have, you know, parents who were exactly the people we wanted them to be. That's just kind of like the way that life goes, right? Mm-hmm. My parents are so. Paul.
2: They didn't. They don't know how America works. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Case. Case in point, right? Uh,
0: I mean, they got you. They got you a Harmony, bro. They must know how something <laughs> works. <laughs>
1: All for him to turn out saying words like displacement. (laughs) Diagnosement. Diagnosement, yeah. Diagnosement. Displacement is a real word. That is a real word. Sure is. I'm sure you've said it before. Once or twice. Did you take a physics class? Several. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too many to not be an (laughs) engineer. Too much
2: about how (laughs) systems work.
1: Oh, yeah. Velocity equations and the like. Oh,
2: man. Oh, yeah. Memorized all of them, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you though.
0: you still constantly surprise me with how much uh, like general math knowledge and equations of things you have like offhand.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, like should have been an engineer for real. Yeah, absolutely. Should have arguably still might be. Yeah. Well, um, I don't my know. My life's not over, dude. What you got cooking?
0: <laughs> I mean, you just finished up a fucking. What was it? A track on data and anal- data yeah. analytics yeah, oh, you uh, finished a few that? months ago. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. The last yeah. time I talked to you was before you were about to do that.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and yeah. then you did the thing. Cool. And then I finished it. Congratulations yeah. you you on the doing whole a thing. thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Every it's time. It was fun doing a thing.
0: Every time we would come home and you'd be like, "All right, I am going to like I'd be like, "Let's watch anime or something." And you're like, "I got a I got like class or a homework to do." And in my head, I'm like, "Damn, he's still doing that." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I signed up for like this bullshit uh, well, maybe not bullshit, but on a whim, I signed up for like a, a digital marketing course on uh, on some website. And Part of their thing was like every day for, I guess, 15 days, they send you an email with like a 15 to 20 minute, uh, piece of work, like coursework of some kind for you to look at and do just to get a feel for if it's like actually something you would be interested in or not. I haven't opened the first email and it was five days ago (laughs) (laughs) and that was free.
1: Just save all the emails in a folder and like get to them when you get to yeah.
0: Next time it's three in the morning and I feel like I want to become a digital marketing person. I'll open that folder and I'll get in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Congrats on on doing that. That's Thanks. really
0: cool.
2: Yeah, Thanks congrats, I appreciate man. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate well it. Well done. I learned a little bit of Python. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> a little bit of it. Python
1: so. is the language of the hour. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah, it really yeah. is. Everybody's learning Python. It's just yeah, sort of
1: it's user-friendly. A, it's a uh, like the it's all the encompassing prime choice for data analytics, which is like the hot thing right now.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's what I did. Machine learning seems okay. The, the like machine too. learning seems kind of dumb though.
1: <laughs> Machine learning seems kind of dumb.
2: All right, dude. I'll take your word for it. Somebody can't trust the machine. The
1: machine, you can is, lear- the only, machine is learning. I am you
0: can <laughs> only trust a machine,
1: dude. Go easy on it. Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's true. You know anything about the singularity?
0: Oh, for sure I think about it. I guess I mean machine in like the simple term. Like uh, I trust a calculator more than 100. I trust. Yeah.
1: And you dress what?
0: Like a person <laughs> doing math in their head.
1: <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Unless from that like a person
0: is me, mechanical machines, I should say. All right, calm down. I know, I'm sorry.
1: I know you finished your course, but let's.
0: I watched a beautiful <laughs> mind, so. <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't think I am has ever been wrong when I've asked him to do some math for me in his head. That's nice. And I usually do check it. Okay. Usually. A That's fun actually a—it's always
1: really nice to have a friend like that. I know it's great. It's my fun party. Hey, what's sixty-four times one twenty? And they're like, they don't even ask why you need to know.
0: Y- he never has.
1: Just with the answer? Immediately. It's so easy
2: to figure out what twenty percent of anything is. was <laughs> the server? Oh, me so too. Now,
0: yeah, it took me a long time to figure out the shortcuts. So that, to that one.
1: 10 percent times two. No, I just
2: do. I just, you just do, two do the times the 20? number and then move the decimal. To yeah.
0: 30%. Oh, I don't do either of those. I Well, I'm always thinking of it in terms of dollars, so I just. Divide whatever the number is by ten, and then multiply two two. for
2: yeah, essentially. Yeah, the beauty of math is we all do three different things, and we come to the same answer.
1: Well, that's also the beauty of computer science as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, it's you know just problem solving in different ways. Mm -hmm. Some ways are definitely better. Oh, and more efficient for sure.
2: More efficient for sure. I was really bad at figuring out the most efficient option.
1: Well, to be fair, like that's still still a concern Mm -hmm. for. A lot of software developer. I mean, it's tough, right? Like you're trying to solve a problem. And so your first order of business is to solve the problem. Yeah. And then you Uh, clean it up. And then after that, you're like,
2: oh, this
1: takes 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, let's or, revise. You know, you have solved the problem, but it takes like 100 lines of code. Yeah. And then, you know, someone else is like, do you realize that this is just like a built in function?
3: The, and you can just <laughs> the
2: professor who was teaching that course, his big thing was you need to make the code look pretty. I that's like, like that. the most important. Was thing.
1: it about Python? Python is like a; it can be messy with the white space. Mm-hmm. It
2: was about Python and all the other stuff. Count it? the spaces.
0: This as is, as 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 is in the, the data analytics course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean that makes sense. I do.
1: Yeah, I like that focus too. Um,
0: Very like industry minded. I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. That's is, a, that's a real like other
2: people are going to be dealing with your code kind of thing. Yeah. The main focus of the whole course is like to find you a job in the mm-hmm. career. So. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of discussion around like preference in terms of like. Code cosmetics. So, like the best way something should look, or like where to put your white space or whatever. Um, and it's interesting because I work on a big team now and all of them have different preferences. And so, you know, you have to, there's something called a pull request. Yeah. Uh, where, I had GitHub. I know. Yeah. So,
2: so <laughs> I know about GitHub, dude. Well, I'll <laughs> you can look at my repository. I know what a fork is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You see some of the projects I worked on.
1: For those who don't know, a pull request is essentially like before you put your code with the rest of the code, mm-hmm. you can have other people look at it and approve it before you potentially break everything mm-hmm. by putting your code with everything else. Ideally, you don't, but maybe you do. Um, and the idea is to catch anything that might break other things or mistakes or whatever before you put it with your mm-hmm. the rest of your code base. Uh, you know, it's amazing the things that people have incredibly strong opinions about. Yeah. Like where to put your brackets... How much white space do you need? How many you know People are very opinionated. How many enters you should have you ever talked to a software engineer? Like there was one meeting at a client I had that was an hour long. We had it every week. It was a technical round table and it was just to talk about the technical problems of the hour the client. Dead ass. It was an hour about tabs versus white space. Like, mm.
0: dude, I like was literal just about to ask
1: tabs versus space, tab
0: or space person, bro.
1: I think it depends on the language mm. and the, like kind of the code editor you're using too, because some don't
2: tolerate. What code editor do you
1: have? Again, language dependent. Mm, um, fair. right now I'm in C sharp a I lot. I don't
2: even know anything about C sharp.
1: So. Yeah. So visual studio oh. is like the way.
2: VS, I mean, VS I'd code f- is the prettiest. Because you no, can no, customize. No, not
1: VS Code, Visual Studio. Oh. I do have to say. I know those are different. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was also thinking
2: of VS either. Code.
1: I have to say, VS Code is like my preference because it is lighter weight. So, Visual Studio is like VS Code, like 10x, oh. or like your more heavyweight applications. But because it is for heavier, larger applications, like it's a clunkier kind of piece of software. Mm-hmm. Um. So sometimes it just fucks up and it's like. <laughs> it's like Photoshop versus paint. Frustration eternal. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know Photoshop in case. Okay. <laughs> I have a computer science degree. Okay, so <laughs> you know paint? <laughs> no. Yeah, they didn't it. teach us that in computer science. Um, uh. Sometimes I'll do, like if I have to send a screenshot to someone, I'll like put together some. Copy. And I'm trying to just like point something out. Like I'll just do you Send super it. super tacky snip and, like, in paint, just do, like, a gross <laughs> little, <Yeah. laughs> the grossest, most, like, pixelated circle of whatever it is Hell I'm yeah. trying to point out and just, just send it Set to them it. that way. S- but no, I do I do like VS Code. VS Code is okay. super aesthetic and, like, so easy to use, mm-hmm. right? And so I think of are you know, I don't know. I wouldn't call myself, like, just getting into coding. No. I still prefer it, but I was going to say, if you're, like, just getting into it, yeah. then I would say that that's a really easy, I mean, it looks nice. It does. And easy you can customize, like, the different yeah. colors and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So based on, on all of that stuff that you just said, am I correct in assuming that your uh, preferred work environment takes place inside of a Windows machine?
1: Yeah, I've never used a Mac. Ever? To develop. Oh,
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I, in college, well, so I've always had PCs, um, mm-hmm. which might be a bias. In college, I just remember all the kids who had like MacBooks and Mac family computers mm-hmm. had the worst time, yeah, like getting really. their parallels set up and like trying to find proper versions of installations and mm-hmm. such. And like, are, uh, I feel like you know maybe it's gotten better since then. And um, in the professional world, it might be different, but I don't know. I, I know my way around a Windows computer very well, and so it's just like
2: and most people teach actually ha- like, like my the shortcuts on Windows and some app yeah, like Apple yeah. doesn't have the shortcuts because they they're don't different. Have, yeah,
1: yeah, and then sometimes like. The way you use an application is different on on a Mac, or you know, different different things come up. I do actually have uh, a MacBook Air. I do. It's a personal computer. I don't use it for like technical pastime. Okay. But MacBooks. it it's it's easy to use, yeah. right? It's it's nice. Sure. Um,
2: it connects to your phone. Yeah. Which is the greatest.
0: thing. That, that is seen. yeah. It's actually the biggest reason that I've I've been a Mac user for so long
1: like the reason for a lot of people is this really nice to be able to sync your devices. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, sometimes it goes against you, right? Like, sure. You know, so <laughs> many <laughs> you times become incriminated very quickly yeah. based on the transference and the <sighs> speed from your phone to your laptop. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for, yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. Okay. I do prefer a PC for work. Um, with the qualification, I've never really tried okay. anything else. Have
0: you ever had the, the j- just inclination to play around with anything Linux
1: oh yeah i i've done a lot of development like a lot of vms are linux based mm-hmm.
0: um virtual machines for people who don't
1: yes yeah i'm who just don't uh, know. using lingo just
2: like that's cool what it was
0: <laughs> so for people who don't know what a virtual machine is very quickly uh imagine you have a, a macbook at home and it is running mac software obviously but you have a program you need to run that only runs on windows there's no mac version so what you would do is uh I mean, to not be technical, you just basically get an app that is is pretending to be a computer and then you install Windows on that app and the Windows operating system thinks it's on a, a regular PC computer and then you can run Windows inside of a separate app on your Mac. Does that, is that a fair description, would you all say? For Linux? Well, just in general or for, for like what a virtual VM virtual. is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like fair, that. yeah. Okay, great. I, I'd agree with that. Um Although a VM doesn't technically have to be, like a Windows machine. Yeah, definitely not. It you could, could have be a, a Linux, a Linux VM. But yeah, basically, uh, a means of accessing a system that's on a different OS mm-hmm. from, like your native operating system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've d- I think like a lot of things you use in industry. Um, I'm trying to be very general. Are Linux-based. Maybe Linux leaning. Sure. Um, so like that's generally what I've heard. A lot of build agents, if that means anything to you. Sure doesn't. Um, <laughs> lovely. Even are are going to be. <laughs> but I'm just going to pretend Linux. like I know.
0: I I, I can it's probably not. guess what it it's it's fine.
1: Some aren't right, but uh, a lot of them are. So if you have software, you uh, and, and you're a company, right? You have a software product. Um, and you make changes to it. sometimes it'll go through something called a pipeline and there are a ton of different things that can happen in a pipeline, but you're maybe the easiest way to explain it is uh you're performing like sequential actions on your code. so a lot of times like you'll run tests or maybe certain kind of security scans, but it's automated. that's mm-hmm. the that's like what the, the idea behind it is.. Um, you can define a set of steps and then you can automate the process of, say you merge a PR into your code base, but you need to, maybe you need to deploy it or maybe you need to run additional testing on it, whatever you'll, you'll set it up such that it automatically goes through a pipeline and maybe it'll run additional tests. Like it really, it depends on your setup, but you can do a set of automated tasks and you know, a lot of times they'll throw those into Linux machines just based on efficiency or the way that your chosen kind of third party, like, it, i am just <laughs> catching myself because it doesn't necessarily have to be a third party but um
2: can i ask you a question have you ever thought about being like a professor
1: a professor mm-hmm. no
2: i think <laughs> you'd be pretty good at
1: it i'd have to go back to school i don't, yeah, I don't really want to do that
2: that's fair you're just that's really good point. at explaining things
1: anyway uh yeah so things like that where you have to have some kind of task performed and you
2: have a good microphone voice
1: Thank you. <laughs> Did any of your professors use microphones? Yeah, <laughs> the really, ones,
2: the ones that had <laughs> three hundred students in the class. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that's true. I just maybe I forgot. Yeah. But. It's ben. Yeah, that was oh, an hey, interesting sensation. But yeah, I couldn't couldn't call to mind at first classes where my professor Ben is a
2: podcast hero. He likes to show up every now and then and yeah, steal the limelight. Yeah.
0: Good old oh, ben. ben woke is up it? from his third four-hour nap of the day and
1: <laughs> he's the star of the show yeah. after all
0: he usually is
1: the laundry room bandit
0: mm-hmm he usually is come up here rub his face on some stuff usually shoes flop around <laughs> he's yeah
1: a, he's a cool cat
0: he's really cool yeah, yeah. He's one of the coolest. Sweet. <laughs> We've been blessed with Ben. <laughs> oh yeah, and April. April is actually arguably. Cool. She's
1: so shy though. She I tried is. to pet her and she wasn't but having it.
0: <laughs> once she warms up to you, it's a whole different story. Nice. Thanks to Iam. Yeah, I am. Gotta earn it. I am really uh, rehabilitated. That's uh, what I do for people. She it's was. What good managers do. Yeah. <laughs> it's what good people do.
1: <laughs> would Would you call I am, uh, good at his job?
0: Oh yeah. Nice. Hundred percent. Okay. I am is a. Uh, The best manager I have had.
1: Very careful word choice here. Well, I'm trying. Ladies and gentlemen. It is a
0: very specific thing I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Uh, I have had the real privilege of working with and and like under some truly gifted leaders in my time. Yeah. Uh, one of those people is the general manager at our restaurant right now. And I think mm-hmm. she is the best leader I've I've ever worked with in my life. Uh, and within that context, I still would also say I am is probably the best manager that we've had, but in a different way.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Cause I'm came from the server team yeah, and has been at the restaurant for what? Five years.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and so obviously he, <laughs> well, Ben's really going for it today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't jump on that, Ben. Uh, so the perspective that I am uh, brings into a management position at the restaurant is certainly a change of pace from everyone else we've had in a management position there. And uh, his ability to like, how would you say this? Uh, Really like manage from within Mm -hmm. uh, the otherwise like peer group of servers and bartenders and, and everybody else who works at the restaurant, who's not in management is very interesting and has been a, constant learning experience for me because I don't think I've ever been in a, another place uh, personally where somebody has gone from like the group of managed people directly into a management position and it hasn't gone poorly. Yeah. And I am has executed it with really more grace and capability than I honestly ever would have expected.
1: All of this... Without speaking English.
3: Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is the crazy part.
0: And that's why I was saying he's smarter than he acts because I think he speaks English incorrectly on purpose sometimes to make the servers more comfortable with him. You know what I'm saying? It's all about being comfortable. Because they also all are not very good that's at English. Because um, <laughs> they're all 20. Get it up. Yeah, uh,
1: some uh, extreme psychological cooling mm-hmm. there.
2: My big thing is psychological warfare. Yeah <laughs> it really is. And the funny thing is no one knows mm-hmm. except for really Sean.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well and even I is. don't fully know. <laughs>
2: that's because we speak to each other on a different dimension. Sometimes. I can barely yes.
1: handle speaking to you twice a year. Yeah it's tough dude. Yeah it is tough.
0: The, tough. the funny thing about I am is the more you speak to him the less is spoken. If that makes sense.
1: That does make sense. Is Is that not most people?
0: Well I guess so. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, it's everyone. You're right. <laughs> I'm just a normal guy.
1: I mean, my roommate and I are the same. Well, well, I don't know. We'll, like, go days without talking and then talk for, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like, the way that we do. She's also a server, and so her hours are crazy. And mm-hmm. I work, like, a very traditional, yeah. you know, 8 to 5, 9 to uh-huh. 5, whatever job. And so, I like sometimes, like, I not oh, yeah. Completely offset schedules.
2: The last roommate I had was the same way i was a server and he had his traditional like eight to five and i would go like weeks actually yeah, without yeah, yeah. even seeing him yeah because
1: yeah she gets up pretty late because she's up late mm-hmm. and then i have to get up to work and so maybe i'll see her like middle of the day maybe also i won't yeah and by the time you she get home she's work. at
3: work yeah, yeah yeah
1: and then it's just like rinse and repeat so um i don't know it, it works it works well but Kind of to your point, like, mm-hmm. sometimes we really don't say anything at all for, like, a long time. And she's, like, one of my best friends, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like that makes sense to me. That rings mm-hmm. close to home.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm and I also, I mean, when we first moved in here, we really, I was in constant shock at how much we had to say to each other yeah. all the time. So why we decided to end yeah. up in a podcast. Yeah. I mean, like we would be at work all day and be talking the entire time to each other. And then we would come home and like watch something together or do this and make a podcast or whatever it is we were doing and still be talking the whole time.
1: That's awesome though. Like I have met, like I have a lot to say Mm -hmm. and I've met very few people that I can just talk and talk and talk to. Cause I think with, like everyone has a threshold Mm -hmm. for most of the people in their lives. And if you can find someone like that, you don't have a threshold with like, that's amazing. And like, maybe it settles down, right? Like you Mm -hmm. you kind of, yeah, that's where I was going. Find that person. And you say so many things. I'm like, you're like, Oh, you'll continue being in my life. It's all good. Yeah. Like we can, we don't have to talk as much all the time. You
0: reach like a homeostasis. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you still know, you know, like, this person I think it's about the ability right you have found this person that you have the ability to talk to like Mm -hmm. on so many levels and that's I think like the really key thing is like okay I don't necessarily have to talk to this person for hours on end but I know that I can and I know that like they'll be receptive to Mm -hmm. it um you know because it's always good to feel heard
0: yes 100 percent. so important so so important I'm usually good at that you're pretty good at it, yeah. Unless you have a text to, to get to, <laughs> <laughs> then it can be a little troublesome. But that's that's neither here nor there, God. dude.
2: How many times have you started saying something and I, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: I mean, just about every time.
2: What's that? <laughs> Sometimes well,
1: uh, multitasking is hard,
2: dude. <laughs>
1: Actually, I think with IMI, and I, a lot of times it's the reverse, and then he'll just think for another second <laughs> about what it is that he said, and then just. Abort the mission. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i like, that I'm not yeah. say it. I mean, my my biggest flaw has always been saying almost the first thing that comes to mind unapologetically, usually. But I'm and learning, then
1: you can get apologetic the second time. Yeah, yeah, but that's.
0: I mean, you you can say it's your biggest flaw, and in certain circumstances, <laughs> I will certainly agree with you. <laughs> but it is also one of your greatest assets yeah. because it lands you, like. Way more often than it should, it it serves you, yeah. rather than harms you.
1: Yeah.
0: Or rather than harms you, which is also again constantly surprising me, but <laughs> always impressing me.
1: Just like the effortless charisma that like really should not yes turn out yeah <laughs> as net positive. <laughs> just says things that
0: with no doubt should be seriously troublesome. Yeah. And it just slide it it doesn't even slide it flies <laughs> and everybody loves it. And
1: I'm like, you're a manager right now, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're at work.
1: For instance, what happened earlier? Here? No. I I didn't want to say it. Just in case there were people listening who would be adjacent to the scenario. Oh. But your choice. Oh, you can always uh, say it. Your choice of asking someone out. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe wouldn't. Have been sexual harassment.
0: Yeah, for like sure. Other
1: cases. For sure. I am. It's a joke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is also a day at Tiny's, though, oh, for yeah. better or for worse. I remember
1: I, last summer we went oh, for coffee.
2: Yeah, yeah, we we grabbed ice cream at Milk and Cookies.
1: Yeah, is that like? Right next door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know the, yeah, yeah. the scenario. Okay, but I don't remember what was said, but like some heinous comments uh-huh. were made.
2: Sure. Oh, Tahaji.
1: In both directions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all work together. Yeah. Is this normal? Is this okay? It's
2: almost so, like, it's undescribable what goes on it. <laughs> like, you yeah. Yeah. can't put into words environment that i've cultivated that? <laughs> tidies yeah
1: the empire that i have uh, built
2: yeah. yeah truly though it's i mean i like to say that it's just an open free space where people can be themselves and um you're, you're free to do almost anything you want and to others it's an, an hr norm. risk <laughs> i mean yeah for sure yeah if uh but that's just the environment i think people thrive in so mm-hmm. well
1: you just c- I am. You're just going to learn to adapt. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of environment where I mean, adap- leaders are born.
2: Yeah. I mean, adaptation has been my biggest thing as yeah. well. I mean, moving around so many times and meeting so many different people with different cultures. You just got to adapt, dude. Yeah. Like the scenario that you're in is the scenario you're in. Just get over and it. You just have to figure it out. You just got to best get life, over advice. It. Mm-hmm. life advice. Life mm-hmm. advice with I am. Episode yeah. one. Yeah. It's different get layers. over it. There's yep. different layers to it and we can get into the nuance Episode of it. Episode two. But I don't want to get into the nuance yeah. of it. It's too much talking.
0: I mean, sometimes getting into the nuance of it uh, defeats the purpose. Yeah.
2: You yeah. Know? That, yeah. I'm supposed to tell you everything I've done. Yeah. To be successful. If, for I, you two?
0: if I tell you every little thing to do to adapt
2: to it, are you adapting? Yeah. You're just copying.
0: You got to figure it out. You got to you gotta build that yeah. adaptation muscle.
1: What helps one person adapt to may not be, and oftentimes yeah. is not what's going to help the next person either. Definitely so. true. Especially. So keep those secrets, folks.
0: That's right. Yeah. Build those silos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep
3: keep those dude. bottles locked.
0: <laughs> That's right, dude. Keep it all to yourself. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, I think it's about that time.
1: Oh, you think an hour and 40 minutes is <laughs> sufficient?
0: Well, if I had my way. We go Liz, this night. would be a three-hour podcast. Years. Yeah.
1: Just one long podcast forever.
0: That is the dream. I mean, Joe Rogan can do three hours. Why can't we? Oh, yeah. Well, thanks
1: for having me on, y'all. Dude,
0: oh, thank you for being on. It's Absolutely. been an absolute pleasure. This has been so much better than I ever thought it could have been, Liz.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not funny, and I'm not interesting. Oh, you're so,
0: so wrong. This is I, arguably the most... I mean, I don't remember most of the episodes we've done, but I would put this <laughs> in the league of the most... This is going on the most interesting episodes playlist for
1: yeah. me i mourned you
2: i did i told you she was neither
1: no you
0: didn't yeah but i got the i i'm a yeah it's all there anyway uh liz if you'd ever be interested in coming back on maybe in a year or two when you're back in houston i would love we would love to have you absolutely um until then thanks for listening guys and uh we'll catch you next week peace